Can't be too soft to start. Scores this time with Apeshit Andy and Captain Khalid, and of course Media Marcus is also around, but uh, he's he's a bit aside today. He's a bit uh, you know not uh, not here near very near to the microphones. Yeah, he's kind of in um, in, in in hibernation mode. Is <laughs> uh, instead of drinking drinking beer today, he's drinking tea. Tea, not not any tea, not some random tea. It's um, what was that? Ginger. The ginger. Oh, yeah. Ginger. ginger uh, uh, turmeric. Ginger turmeric um, tea. Yeah, because I, I'm. You turned. You turned British. No, British would drink that. Oh, yeah, it's right. not tea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the miller has the cold, but he's still here, which is very uh, admirable. We yeah. salute that, that he's still here in spite of all the. Bad circumstances that can happen, and I'm also taking taking the back seat because you guys have selections, and you each of you had a good idea what to play. So I thought, well, that's a good you know occasion to not present something because I'm, I'm you know you guys have something and I'm ill, so why not want to do it like that? You know, let's take the let's take the back seat. Let's see how that is. That's also very uh, you know very. Very, very nice very big, very big of him. Yeah, yeah, that's a first, yeah. right? And, uh, first time, yeah, as a guest on my own show. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see how that the goes. The boss wants to, you know, wants to step yeah. aside. That's, yeah. that's something new. Let's see how the minions do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, back to business. We are here really with two, uh, two podcasts, two, sorry, two soundtracks as, as usual. Um, and uh, one is a film and the other one is a, is a game. And uh, yeah, it's it's of course uh, something very new, something very surprising, like always. Always, of course. Um, yeah, so uh, we can we can uh, we can uh, we can start already if we, if the Caleb if the, the you guys don't have anything to add. No top of the show business from me. Seriously? No, nothing. Okay, I cannot believe it. Good. Uh, so. Captain, you want to add anything? No, no. Um, I, I, I was just wondering. Um, I, I'm kind of lost now since we don't have um, the master of disaster here to to talk about uh, <laughs> the, the how to run the show. But I am here. He is I'm here. He is here. Yeah, but he's he's. Kind of the like game boy. By, by the way, that's yeah, the game boy style. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, that's 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 exactly what I, what I needed to know. Yeah. Okay, so I have the the lead uh, today. Yes. Indeed. Um, okay. Um, Let it roll. Uh, of Let course, the, the listeners already have seen what um, I'm going to present, but um, yeah, for you guys, 
Uh, I'm gonna say turn turn the volume up if you have headphones use them by all means because this this is going to get spooky and eerie wait 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 before you start the first uh, yes indeed I, I can see some tracks here but I have still no idea what uh, what this is about yeah I mean the first one is called I can reveal this prologue so, prologue you know it says number absolutely zero <laughs> That's correct. That's okay. what I'm going for, actually. Okay. So, so you want surprise mode? Yeah. Okay. Good. Listen, yes. look, listen, and repeat. Here we go. Dark as dark as this uh, we see here, very dark screen. Well, dark is not bad, right? It's it's it's, it's, it's dark. It's, it's dark bad, theme. you know. It's like I thought first thought Terminator, some kind of some kind of video game version mm -hmm. of Terminator. But then I recognized the melody somewhat. Mm -hmm. I know that from from I think a sampler album, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure which track it is. Okay. Um, from the sound quality, I would say probably no longer Super Nintendo. Because it was very thick and rich, the yes. sound. I guess it was... Uh, because it wasn't N64, maybe it was PlayStation, but I guess a PC game. It was a PC game, I guess, I would say. From the sound quality, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, it sound, sounded pretty recent. No, 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 no. No? No, I would say 90s. You say 90s? 90s. Yeah, I say 90s. Like I would, 20 I would years say old game. I think it was 20 years old. And I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm saying something between Batman, Terminator and... Uh, some Japan Japanese role-playing game. At the beginning, I also thought it's a bat flying. Yeah, it's very bat. Yeah, but I mean, afterwards... Castlevania could be in the mix somewhere. 
Want me to reveal it? Because you're so off. This is not the quiz. It's so off. It is the Super Nintendo. It is uh, one of the release titles of the Super Nintendo from '91, so uh, which will which will lead to to a, a lot of admiration from me during the show. It is Super Castlevania for Wow, Set Castlevania. You were you were still spot on. Yeah. Maybe somewhere Castlevania, some, something like so. Super Castlevania. Super Castlevania Four from '91, one of the release titles of the Super Nintendo, um, and to this day one of the all-time favorites in my um, yeah in my collection. One of those tracks. Or one of the soundtracks uh, I, I regularly listen to, and uh, which gives me chills mm. every time. So is that is that basically is this episode twenty four the sequel to episode twelve? So we played Akumaju Densetsu, which is uh, <laughs> Castlevania three. Well, uh, in a way, maybe, but um, as I did in one of the uh, as I yeah as I did in one of the um, previous shows. Um, Revise Dune. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I thought that Castlevania back then, though you um, though you praised the music, um, it didn't get enough love. True. Yeah. True. Um, Never played it. And uh, although on every post podcast that remotely deals with soundtracks. You hear Castlevania up and down. Mm. Um, this is this is a soundtrack. Well, I was thinking about it today. I was I was switching between a few soundtracks, and um, I listened to this one, and I was like, "Why were you ever thinking about it?" I mean, right. this is this is the soundtrack. This is, okay. I, I, I had to I had to choose this. There are how many episodes that you're you're on the show that. We didn't think about bringing this uh, soundtrack to the podcast, <laughs> right? So yeah, um, this, this is really your your uh, most influential, one of the most influential soundtracks that you've ever heard. Absolutely, heard this of. is yeah. kind of kind of something I, I wanted to talk about for a very long time. Um, wow, in this guy. You guys are not seeing this, of course, but this guy has so uh, lots of notes gathered for uh, for this episode. So this is like even beats the boss. It, it's <laughs> called it's called preparation, dude. Look it up. Right. Now. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I'm really curious how I'm going to stick squeeze all this information yeah, on the show. Yeah, and I, I I'm trying to keep it short here. So <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. <laughs> Maybe uh, one of the most important information uh, is uh, the uh, who composed the tracks. Um, in this case, it was a duo um, called uh, Taro Kudo, uh, Kudo, one of them, who was the composer. Who's also the composer of Excellent. Absolutely, he knew it. On yeah, the show. absolutely correct. Um, he worked on several Castlevania games and also worked on XLA, that's correct. And um, his teammate uh, in this case was Masanori Adachi, who 
also worked on Axelin. So mm. this team um, composed, uh, yeah, some of my, yeah, my, my most beloved soundtracks on this system. Mm. Um, Konami, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they worked at Konami for um, for some time and. Uh, when they were there together, it was like uh, they did. They did a lot of magic back then. Um, yeah, I'd like to talk about a little more about the game itself, but um, I'm gonna, yeah, give 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 the. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna give some information between the other songs. More, right? Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Nice. Very very interesting to to hear uh, Castlevania finally properly on the show, after being referenced so many times. We had Castlevania 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah but a uh, long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, did we have anything on uh, with Elevate that on the um, one, one Hit Wonders? No, we didn't. No, no, no it was no. The Castlevania 3 was the one where we compared two different versions, the Japanese version and the US version of the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And I sort of like played the first half of the track, mm-hmm. and then I switched it up. Indeed. The other thing, Indeed. because the, the Japanese version had had uh, an extra sound chip on the module. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So the Japanese version was richer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And the sounds that you're going to hear today from Castlevania Four are not in any way uh, enriched by additional sound chips. This is all pure Super Nintendo. I see. Nice. Very cool, very cool. I am sure the listeners are, are really uh, cannot wait for for the next tracks. And I think this was only the the beginning. The only the, yeah, it was a pro exactly. Just uh, wetting their appetite. Good. Um, now let's move on to to the to the film that we have for today. And uh, I've brought some uh, something that um, that I stumbled upon quite recently. It was a title that I've seen that I've, uh, that I've seen for the first time when I was a kid, and I've seen it after a long time right now. Uh, I'm not going to play the same trick as the captain with playing the the intro track because most probably you're not you're not going to guess it, and you're not going to have, or maybe who knows? But um, it's it's the probability is pretty low. Um, it's uh, the film is called Around the World in 80 Days. And uh, it's uh, the screening of the Jules Verne novel uh, from 1989. 1989? Yeah, of course there were several screens of, of the novel, uh, adaptations for the screen. But this one is... Uh, well, well, I, to be honest, I didn't see the other ones, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know how this, this one compares to the other ones, but... Uh, it's uh, it's a nice film because of several reasons. The soundtrack makes it a really nice film because really the the, the music drives the film. That's why what what made me uh, pick uh, the this, the soundtrack uh, for today. Really, I mean you have movies that the soundtrack is really subdued. This one is really the centerpiece. It really moves uh, moves the the film from one place to another. And this is a movie in which, uh, if you recall the action, you're moving a lot, yeah. right? So, um, I, don't want to, I don't want to make this introduction too long, so um, let's just say 
let just uh, let me just say the names of the people involved here, and then we're gonna list the first track, and then I'll take you through uh, some other uh, stuff related to the movie. So the composer is Billy Goldenberg, uh, which is a guy who worked with Steven Spielberg on on some television uh, stuff, but still he's very known. Well, he's still only known for the some television adaptations. Didn't do anything. Extraordinarily big. Uh, the film was directed by Buzz Kulik, and uh, the writer that adapted Jules uh, novel uh, is called John Gay. Right, uh, so the movie is starring Pierce Brosnan as the main character, Phyllis Fogg, and uh, yeah, uh, this is a mini series split into three parts from 1989. I think that's enough for now. I'll let you uh, hear the, the first track, and then when we come to the second one, I'll tell you a bit more about it. That was the overture um, in the title track from Around the World in 80 Days, and uh, by uh, yeah by uh, Billy Goldenberg. You've heard something that uh, is reprised, I think, once or twice in the in the whole soundtrack, and really sets the sets the sets the mood of the of the whole film. Very beautiful. Um, I uh, actually felt. Um... Like uh, I don't know, uh, some 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 kind of uh, oh nice uh, good old days when when movies still had soundtracks. <laughs> I, I, this was like um, you get you get pulled into like a story. It, it tells something. It's uh, it feels like you're gonna mm. you're gonna watch a beautiful a beautiful piece that's that's going to be presented now. 
Yeah, I think it's it's pretty um, old. In, well, not old school, but it's in the vein of of the good old soundtracks that uh, that likes of John Williams probably uh, were um, were composing in the 70s and 80s. And uh, this is an 80s soundtrack, uh, after all. Yeah. The movie was made in 1989. And uh, yeah, I think it's yeah classically influenced and uh, and uh, or or orchestrated, right? Everything is orchestrated. Everything is classical instruments. What do you think, Mela? Very beautiful. Very good. I think really like it. I, the same thing that you just said. You know, like old school Hollywood, Silver Age film scoring. Mm -hmm. Big swooping melodies, swashbuckling action. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's all in there. It's, it's sort of like already takes you on a trip. Like this one track shows you several different varieties and different flavors that you're gonna get during the, the film or the mini series. Yeah. Very nice. Tell me the track title again, please. Uh, it's called Overture. Ah, alright. Overture. Um, or same track around the world, Naked Days Overture appears here for me. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll get back to this later. Cool. Let's uh, let's continue with uh, okay. Castlevania. Back to Akumaju Duracura. Or is it a different title, right? It is always a different title in Japanese, yeah. Uh -huh. Which is uh, actually um, translated to uh, Devil's Castle Dracula, I think. Oh. Mm. It's the, the, the exact translation. But back then, Nintendo always tried like um, to keep religion and, and sexual stuff out of the out of the games, and maybe they were they were uh, some I don't know they were afraid of, of uh, the the devil and the demon and, and, and that kind of stuff. Maybe that that's why they chose Castlevania. Some strange mix of of words here. Mm -hmm. um, but it's dark and it's a good word, you know. It's a nice word. It's established. I it's guess. Established. It's a cool yeah. word. Yeah. 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 Well, um, um, back to the to the nineties. Uh, actually, the beginning of the nineties. Um, this was my, my first uh, Castlevania game, and uh, I I remember um, I remember the day when I when I uh, opened the the magazine and saw the first picture back then pictures. And uh, I was, I was like, I have to play this game. This is, this is my game, and I, I, I need to play it. Um, and to this day, it is my favorite uh, Castlevania game. It is, um, it is one of those uh, Castlevania games that um, that still is, uh, uh, yeah, belongs to the classic um, track of games. It's not, it's not uh, one of the the mix. Uh, that was later introduced. Um, that's called Metroidvania today. Mm. This, this genre mix which they created. Um, it's still very cl classic. You, you walk around as, as Simon Belmont with your whip, and you, yeah, you kill monsters like nobody's business. Um, Metro Metroidvania. 
Metroidvania? No, that's that's uh, the the later uh, the later name of the genre that they yeah. created. Uh, this in this one, it's very classic and very straightforward. Um, what I like um, compared to the to the older games that it's uh, not as notoriously hard. It is mm. still very challenging, um, but uh, you can play it and you can have fun. And of course. Um, from day one, the soundtrack. The soundtrack, when I, when I was like a little kid and I instantly loved that soundtrack. Hmm. Um, well, um, this made the choice today very hard, but uh, I had to. I had to, to uh, just pick five. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to get me off track here. Um, He's going some Castlevania on you. Yeah. Stuffing, stuffing, uh, stuffing tissues into his nose. Okay, um, let's go and try to get um, eerie and creepy um, with tissues in our noses. Uh, the next track is called Clockwork Mansion. <laughs> of uh, rockish and creepy music. So diverse. Yeah. Super, super it is fun and exciting. Yeah, it's very, very special. It's not even one of these, you know, classic Castlevania tracks that you instantly recognize. But these ones that are covered by a million cover bands out there. It's, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty spectacular but low-key track. Um... Actually, in this game, um, they departed from this, from the classic um, yeah, soundtrack 
Castlevania soundtrack that they um, had before the okay. the uh, yeah, the kind of baroque and, and gothic style, mm -hmm. which still is like there, but um, they tried to keep it a little more jazzy. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, very a lot of a lot of uh, strings in there, string bass and and um, uh, snare drums and. Uh, different different mm -hmm. uh, rhythms and uh, yeah, they're very very different from the from the other games. Kind of experimental, a track. Very much, yeah. And um, also the game, um, in, in many ways, was very experimental because um, it it pushed the Super Nintendo back then. Um, I mean, I can only repeat it again and again that it was one of the release titles and it's still one of the most um, yeah, impressive games uh, graphically and musically and um, when, you, when you play this, for example, in this stage, uh, like you, you, you jump from platform to platform and um, there's this, this screen-filling candelabra that's, that <laughs> yeah, sways from left to right, and you, you have to, to jump on it. And um, um, there are there are twisting and turning levels, and there are there are pipes you walk through um, that are that are turning in the background. And um, I mean, uh, recalling this, this is 28 years ago. Uh -huh. So um, at the beginning of the 90s, there was. You sat there as a kid, and you you were. I mean, um, if you had the the, uh, the ability to to um, uh, to enjoy this, uh, you were flabbergasted. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. That was the Clockwork Mansion. Clockwork Mansion. Nice name. Right. So. Um... Let's get to the second track of the film uh, from today's podcast. Um, when uh, when we listened to the first uh, track, we actually listened to, um, well, yeah, there are more scenes, of course, in the film that has the, they have this this melody, but the the most the most um, peculiar or maybe the most the most uh, emphatic scene is when the two. People that, uh, that that go around the world, Phileas Fogg and his uh, servant Passepartout, are going up in a balloon-like contraption. Uh, because, well, long story short, there was no no other way of doing uh, of, of, of traveling at that point, and uh, it's really this 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 uh, this uh, moment where you're blown away, literally. They're blown away by the wind. In this balloon, Zeppelin-like, and uh, you're you're seeing uh, you're seeing green landscape, and of course you're really pumped. The action uh, is, is pumping through your veins, uh, the adventure. Um, and uh, as a kid, we would, who would see the, the film, would be very excited. So um, that was that was the title track. Uh, now going to the second track, which is uh, also about the balloon. It's the balloon going over Italy, going over the Alps, and going over um, central Italy, Florence, finishing with a crash. So let's listen to Balloon Over Florence, Crash Italiano. 
we finished with a crash that last track. Uh, more, uh, more precisely, finished with a crash into the Colosseum, where our uh, characters landed. Um, oh yeah, of course. The film is is kind of a cartoonish or very simplified way of filming this uh, this this novel. I'm not sure in the novel, I've not read the novel for, for the last uh, 20 or so years, uh, but uh, don't think they landed in the Colosseum. Of course, the movie does that and it plays with other, other, other situations. For example, when they crash in the Alps, they crash, of all places, on a very plain surface, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by these very top, uh, very high mountains, peaks. Um, but I mean, this this uh, this is uh, what the movie is like, and uh, you like it for what it is, uh, right? Again, um, my first impression was beautiful. Um, the, uh, it, it so so beautifully depicts indeed um, flying. Mm -hmm. um, I can I can absolutely imagine uh, how how those um, those composers were shown the pic. And um, had to, yeah, like on the spot think, think of music mm. that, that fitted the the yeah the the, the, the scene that Seems, they were yeah. shown. And um, this is totally what spoke to me. And um, yeah, the the disaster in the end also very very visual. Yes, and it's it's really um, even more intensified by the fact that they're greeted by the uh, Italian carabinieri. Naturalmente. They, they came there to, to see them, and actually the scene in the movie is, is, is quite funny in a way. I mean, it's simple, superficial, yet uh, funny. The This this troop of Italian, Italian carabinieri approach the balloon. They make their way by lifting the, of course, a deflated balloon, which is huge. And uh, when they meet the Phineas Fogg and Passepartout, uh, they also meet the person who was with them, a woman that somehow ended up being on the on the on the, on the plane on the in the balloon. Look at that! And uh, I mean, the stereotype of, of Italian Italian men being uh, being um, spellbound by by beautiful women really applies here because they forget about arresting uh, the two main characters which landed in the middle of the of, uh, uh, Italian um, uh, uh, place of, you know, of culture and they, they, uh, they all stare and, and talk with, uh, to the woman while the two continue their journey because they don't have time to leave. And they say it's, it's just like uh, a fairy tale. <laughs> That's realistic. <laughs> the, the instruments were also interesting. They used like maybe I don't know if it's called mandolin or something, which is also very stereotypically used for Sulu yeah. Italian maybe sounds like you know this instrument that was also interesting. And it was pretty much like an opera because it, the music told you what happened, right? It was pretty on on you know in your face, like 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 in the old days when when. Mickey Mouse ran down a stair and you heard the piano doing the exact same thing, exactly. right? That exactly. Mickey Mouse does. So that that's also close, right? And you say that's eighty nine something? Yeah. Eighty nine, yeah, it's interesting. I mean the quality is is, is good. There's a huge live orchestra and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Um, for a television show, that's you know that's that's extraordinary for the time, I think. So it was it was it was a big budget that they had. Yeah, apparently, apparently. Also, Pierce Brosnan was one of the most coveted um, actors back then. He played in lots of James Bond movies back then. Yeah. Or it was nineties. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if he was yet. But, yet. Um, if Goldeneye was yet uh, yeah. released. Yeah. But, uh, or maybe receive more attention in retrospective, but uh, this film. But in any case, yes, the orchestra was there. Well, you can count me hooked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and watch uh, a few episodes, or, or try to find some few, some episodes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think, 240 minutes in total. I oh. found them as episodes of 10 minutes. Okay. 24 episodes of 10 minutes on YouTube. So. I mean, it's not good quality, but uh, it's free. <laughs> and that's what counts today. <laughs> not only that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to uh, Dracula's Castle uh, or Castlevania. Next track called The Torture Chamber. than um, the tracks before, but uh, not the yes. less effective. Exactly, very dark still, and uh, keeping the uh, the the atmosphere um, kind of tribal. Exactly, yeah. that's yeah. what I wanted to say. Also, yeah. uh, I was first. We were first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, but tribal, so a lot of drum action, but also the, the overlay of the typical Nintendo sound. Um, Which actually I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't make out. I, I thought maybe like xylophone kind of stuff. It's a synth It's a synth Yeah, I'm not sure if does it. You know, if it tries to be anything besides probably, epic. yeah, probably. Um, the 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 deep dark uh, piano in the background keeps the the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, while the tribal drumming, um, the rhythm. Way simpler than the other tracks. Yeah. That yeah. you know fits exactly. the tribal idea, right? Yeah. I mean, come to think of it, you know, you, you, you wonder why how they came to the to the idea to make tribal or have this influence for something that happened apparently or should have happened in Transylvania. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, very. I think that that uh, this, this question doesn't is not being asked much. Very very good question. Uh, actually, I, I wondered myself. Uh, I was like, maybe they. They were sitting together and uh, saying, "Okay, let's let's throw all that previous Castlevania crap overboard and uh, make something new." Um, I found uh, I found a, a blog on the internet talking about um, the music uh, of that game, and uh, there he says, "Composers Masanori Adachi and Taro Kudo." crafted a soundtrack that not only feels unsettling and eerie, but also strangely old. Each track exudes a pseudo-historical vibe that's perfect for a spooky adventure through fictionalized 1691 Transylvania. And I think that hits it on the spot. Yeah, or they just yeah. made it up, you know, yeah. just like, eh, hey, what sounds cool, let's put this into the game, you know? I mean, it's, I'm not really sure that they're this, you know, this deep into the, you know, 1691 Transylvania I, I would, mythology. Yeah. Um, I would go for the second variant. No, of course not, um, but uh, it, it fits. It, it fits, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think, well, yeah, I think it's it's uh, something people have come to believe. Uh, I... Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a historian uh, or a person ethnologist to see the the, the, the culture, the folklore in, in uh, you know in something that is kind of my my own country, but uh, my native country. But uh, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, it's it's a nice way of, of making people you know aware that in Pennsylvania things uh, the despicable uh, horror uh, horror things things were happening. Thing is that the game is set there and this time, and those guys had the, the job to to make music that that fits that time, and um, of course they thought, okay, that sounds quite right. Let's do this like that. Um, I don't think that there is any any historical uh, background involved whatsoever, but it feels like it. It feels like. Yeah, this could could be like the background for something that that, that should sound historical. That's. I mean, you know, we we keep we keep calling it tribal, right? Yeah. I mean, doesn't really tribal is something you associate to the Pacific, right? Yeah. These tribes, cannibal yeah. tribes, 
that uh, have these processions, bring the person to be eaten, something like this, right? And um, <clears throat> now, now, interestingly, what we actually had was was some uh, some torturing uh, rituals, probably, uh, which uh, yeah, in, can be linked. But uh, yeah, I I think uh, people have come to associate this more than uh, more than actually the fact easy to believe. Again, um, yeah. I'm not saying that this is in any way historical. It sounds like it could be. That's uh, sure. what what the the blogger I guess was trying to say. Mr. Miller, <laughs> he's on board. He's on board. Okay. <clears throat> Good. Um, back to the, uh, the the flying. Back to the flying. Um, and Mr. Billy Goldenberg, which uh, which composed very nice music. Um, now, I want uh, on the last track I, I divulged the the place where this is happening even before the track. I'm not going to do it for the next track. I'm going to let you, uh, dear listeners. Um, Think about where this could happen, and uh, the selection of the of the instruments of the music will definitely lead you on the right path. Um, but it's it's one of the one, one of the most fun places actually where this is taking place. Mm. And uh, yeah, more after the track. Enjoy.
on Zitar. <laughs> so this was uh, a trip through India, through Tiki Tiki Taka Taka Tuku Tuku Tuku. Ah. Um, was it only India? Because the first thing, first part, brought, reminded me of Egypt. I thought I was thinking <laughs> Egypt or something. I think that you could come to that conclusion because it's about an animal, a big animal that, that moves. Uh-huh. This in, in this case, it was the elephant. They're being transported by an elephant. Ah, right. And you have these uh, really um, sluggish moves and actually this is called Elephant Rising. So that's the name of the track? That's the name of the track. Elephant Rising slash Valente Vendetta. Um, and this was uh, as they were traveling through India. Um, yeah, with the with the sitar from in the second part, you, know, you could uh, easily guess it. But the first part is was uh, was more more tricky. I absolutely um, I agree with with maybe Marcus. Um, I had some kind of Oriental vibe in there, mm-hmm. but I couldn't put my finger on it. I, I wouldn't have gone to Egypt um, just because Egypt. I mean, guess in, in late eighties that that's the the go to Oriental thing that you know. Mm. Like you know, not a lot about Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's you, you know, like you can go by camel. Yeah. You know, huh? you can go by camel in Egypt. Yeah, camel in Egypt. That's what you knew, right? You weren't yeah. aware maybe of the variety of the place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the Oriental part were there. Yeah. The the sitar gave it away. Yeah. Was it filmed on location, or is it on the studio? And, 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 uh, I can uh, can answer and, this question, but. Look pretty real. Look real. Well, I mean, ninety eighties. The listeners probably will look it up themselves, right? Sure. <laughs> if they are weak. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, you know, for such a film to yeah, you know, not filming on vacation would mean really to go around the world. But probably most of the parts, or some of the parts, you can just film. For example, going on uh, on steam uh, steam boats, right? You can just film there. You're from the Mediterranean. You don't need to go from from Calcutta to Hong Kong. Yeah. But but making yeah, doing uh, filming the 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 jungle in India. Well, yeah. also, the American continent is pretty big, so they don't have to actually go to different countries or continents. They mm-hmm. kind of have everything there that they need. Right. Right, true. That's our um, look into, the, uh, into the, uh, the oracle of movies for today. Let's uh, go on to the... Uh, Wait, I have two ah, tracks left, you know? Okay, yeah, 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 that's, uh, yeah. that's out of the question, but um, it felt like kind of uh, funny. Uh, we, 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 uh, we went into discussion about the, the movie. Uh, yeah, probably, right. maybe, and... Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> I, get I, I, get, I get you then. Okay, um, back to the uh, more... Uh, Mathematical, mathematical uh, stuff like video games. Um, yeah, next track called "Submerged City." Also, um, as as uh, most of the tracks, or of, like all the all the tracks in um, that I play here, uh, it is named after a level 
and um, yeah this one will be also very very different just than also the rest in, in Transylvania right some magic cities <laughs>
this is such a good track, such a such an effective track. So it's such a simple setup, but I mean, the the more you do piece, the more you get into the groove. Uh, and I totally dig the the flute. I mean, the flute in the in the I think it's a cello or a double bass. Double bass. Uh, double bass, probably. Uh, it's 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 nice as as they as they do it as they you know uh, collaborate. Like a dance, you know. So and then comes the and then comes the the drumming. And uh, I think there's something else there. Maybe this is something. The organ. There's Fantastic track. Loved it. Very good. Yeah. This. This very jazzy, is, you know, very jazzy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so incredible. One of the, well, actually, um, while when I, when I listen to the soundtrack, to, the, to, the, to this Castlevania Four soundtrack, I, um, yeah, it, it's like I listen to to one track and I say, wow, this is my favorite, <laughs> and then the next track starts and I say, wow, this is my favorite, and this is definitely one of those where where I. <laughs> say this is like I mean I was 12 years old when I heard this for the first time and probably um, it was it was my first contact with with yeah jazz in, in any way mm. and I fell in love instantly um, <coughs> sorry and, yeah. um, it's a fantastic track and it, the, <clears throat> the question is did you have a hard time choosing <coughs> sorry Five tracks? It was so incredibly hard. So incredibly hard. I don't know um, how, how many times... <coughs> I don't know how many times I uh, changed the track listing and uh, while listening to the, uh, to the whole soundtrack I was like, no, you gotta, you gotta take this track. But you already... <laughs> Right. I mean, you also mentioned in the beginning, right, that you couldn't really... Uh, it was a horror, just selecting... Uh, so hard. Uh, yeah. So hard. Picking, picking uh, some... making a selection. But I, for me, the, the magic of this uh, this track is really how it works for a game. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's such a good song, also, also in other settings, but also works for the game. That, that's the beauty of it. It's totally. It's magic. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It was also like hypnotic. It hypnotized me. That's that's yeah. probably why I sneeze so much. Huh? <laughs> I like this, yeah. this zone. I like this this magical zone. Yeah, yeah? put germs. Maybe I need to sneeze a lot. Maybe there's there's some sub submissive messages in the in the track. Sneeze more. It works yeah. on so many levels. Yeah. Did you try playing it backwards? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I should. I should. Yeah. yeah, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave that to you, dear listeners. Um, up to that point, um, we still have some tracks here to play, and some really good ones, I think. Um, not only from 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 Super Castlevania Four, but also from the Eighty Days Around the World in Eighty Days. And uh, well, the next track is um, is I think one of the one of one of the probably best tracks in uh, in this. Um, this soundtrack is called Thermometer, uh, Thermometer Reading <clears throat> and uh, it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, something related to the balloon that they were flying in at, at the point uh, being experimental 
you know, Drew Verne had was the father of science fiction, so lots of early or fictionalized inventions were present in his books, <clears throat> and these guys are using uh, such balloons, zeppelins, something in between that flies over um, that can be that can be uh, that can be controlled in some way uh, in a very uh, um, scientific science, science fictional. Uh, you know, fantastical way. So, uh, in any case, this is this is a, a song. Probably, um, I, I just I just guessed it's uh, it's it's about this um, when the balloon is going down um, and they are <clears throat> realizing, wait, there's something in the motor. The thermometer has gone down. The there's no more fuel left in the engine, and. Uh, they uh, they come to the idea of taking the bottle of brandy and pouring ah, it in there. The old trick. <laughs> the old trick. Although, uh, although the 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 servant, the valet of uh, Phineas Fogg, wants to drink it himself. Oh my god! Uh, you know, uh, it's it's better um, it's better to be used in other other things, and uh, they serve themselves through this trick. Somehow the balloon. Flies again or keeps flying, and um, they they do not crash. Right. So uh, without further uh, further further other details, let's uh, let's listen to this.
they land in England? Uh, well, you want me to spoil the finale? No, oh, but they sounded like landing in England, like landing in no. a, right in the royal court and drinking tea. That's what it sounded like. In a way, yeah. In the beginning, there was this reading thermometer thing, yeah. but then it kind of went British. Yeah, I, I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, right. I can't really map every track. I think we heard pretty much three tracks here. There was the well, I mean, there was the the, the panicky first part, which was when the whole thing was going down. Yeah. Was, something was going on, let's fix it. We, we're kind of panicking because uh, things are falling. Then there was this very calm second part. And then there right. was the melodic uh, British, maybe, but I don't know, very melodic third part. Yeah, kind of dancey. Uh, cl- I don't know, bro- bro- I don't know yeah. what, what, what uh, type of music is that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Royal. Kind of regal, maybe. Yeah, I'm a bit confused, uh, to be honest. Um, I was I was expecting something different from uh, from uh, yeah from what you uh, introduced. Um, I, I didn't. Well, uh, the, the the tracks before were very very visual. I um, I absolutely could connect. What I heard to something I could, I could see, I could imagine. This track, I didn't, I didn't hear disaster. I didn't hear panic. I didn't hear anything uh, of that sort. Um, I did. Really? Sorry. I think, I think this is more for Molag than the others. Uh, I give you that. At least the the, the, the ending part. You cannot really. It's very. I mean, you can you can put it. In any other place, in any other movie, it works. Yeah, you know, you just don't need any action plot. It it kind of works. You see a palace, boom, you put this. Works. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, um, what I what I actually wanted from the or yeah, I was a bit disappointed by the fact that you cannot really the the the, the tracks contain actually more tracks. And we were we were actually discussing this while you guys were uh, were uh, listening to the song. You know, we had on the show two first, uh, in which uh, we put two tracks together because they they, they belong together. Or know, not? They... Some consider it cheating. You know. <laughs> in this case, this, we didn't we didn't meddle with the with the tracks. The they, people who consider are... it cheating are sitting outside the the circuit today. <laughs> So, this is what happens. Actually, I, I started it with the fifth element. Yeah. yeah. There's two tracks that belong together, but they, they nowadays we don't do that anymore. <laughs> except we are, we, are, we are forced to do that. Exactly, by except when the track already comes in with you know, two parts. Yeah. Know, right? That's, I mean, we can't do anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously there were two parts in which one ended, the other one started. There was no connection, uh, no me- musical connection, no melody connection. But yeah, uh, that's that's how it is, and uh, I mean, uh, if nice. you if you, if you have, yeah, I mean, your objections are, are, yeah. are valid. But, I, I, uh, yeah. I'm afraid I gotta deal with it. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, no way around it. There, there was no no unifying element yeah. of everything to leave you with with some image. There was kind of confusing yeah. at the end, but yeah, that's that's how things are sometimes. Yeah, my my problem gotta deal with it. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, as, as sad as it is, um, I'm down to my final song. The right. pen, yeah, the penultimate for today. And uh, is this? Yeah, I'm really curious about this. The names of the tracks are from one to five. Yeah. Is this how your your numbering, or this is actually the the original numbering? No, this is my numbering. Okay. This is how I okay. number them. Um, yeah. Mm, should I introduce anything? I'm, I'm just. I'll just say the name of the track, which is theme of Simon Belmont, and uh, talk about it afterwards.
love this track. Goodbye, <laughs> Simon Belmont. Is that a well, farewell track in the end? Can you say goodbye to us? Because no. you are Simon, right? You're the hero. Yeah. This is the name of the hero. Yeah. This is the name of the hero? Or yeah, you, the... you play this guy. Uh -huh. That's you. Right. You play this guy. This is not Count Dracula. This is not... Or... No, 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 no. This is the character, the character that, you, that you play, that you walk around with, that you whip the enemies with, that in the end kills Dracula. Oh, I see. Yeah. Is it is it um, is it the classic? Is is that the theme that we know from other Castlevania games, or is it a new one? It is the classic, the iconic theme of Simon Belmont, Simon Belmont yeah, which okay. uh, which uh, seasoned Castlevania players um, know and love, and uh, which was rearranged back then for the for the Super Nintendo, kind of like the new Simon Belmont on, on jazz. Uh -huh. If you if you like, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. For me, this sounded like a variation on the Baroque uh, Bach, the the one of the most um, you know uh, the the and in, in the fugue um, in D minor, I think. Um, I mean, it, it's it's not. It just uses two or three notes from from there, which brings you back to to that particular or to the whole organ kind of. Series of, of tracks. Um, otherwise, it's just a variation. Of, of, of which is, uh, which is of course what they were going for um, when they when they created this track. Yeah. This is like revisited, yeah. and um, yeah, of course you hear that. With, with a jazzy twist, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The rhythm is different. The, the drums in the background. The, the again the, the contrabass in the background. And it's a very progressive rhythm. It's not very you know, straightforward. So it's, it's pretty, it's, pretty yeah, diverse. Right? So diverse. Yeah. Um, I mean, as as a, uh, a drummer, I'm I'm kind of like always with my ears, um, always following the drums, and um, this is this is like so beautiful. So um, I mean, I mean, it's it's hard. To imagine when you hear it that, that this comes out of, of out of the Super Nintendo chip in, 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 in every way, in, in the kind of the, the rhythm and the, the sound of the instruments, um, just just pure love from my side. Is that the track that plays during the end credits, or is that no? Uh, um, one of the first tracks, actually. Ah, yeah, really. You get kind of you kind of you get uh, greeted with with this. All right, yeah. But um, I thought uh, to better keep it at the end to uh, yeah say goodbye with it. Yeah, very effective, very effective. Did they continue the series with this sort of sound, or did the sound change again later in the other iterations? It the did. Um, the thing is that um, with the with the movement to CD, um, they also had like more more possibilities um, they they could easily play the the, the, the songs um, orchestrated uh, they use mm. orchestras nowadays and um, uh, it's not as jazzy mm. in the um, in the more current games um, but the the tracks are still awesome um, there has been one more uh, Castlevania game on the Super Nintendo, 
um, called Dracula X, which is also one of the more famous um, games musically. Um, also has fantastic tracks. Um, this is very not related to Mark Max, right? No. No. Not at all. No. <laughs> um, it's still vampire hunting. And, uh, all right. Nothing, nothing racial about it. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, as as uh, as I said later on, they moved to the PlayStation, and when, with the introduction of the of the CD as a medium, they had more room, and they could like, okay, now we, we can finally um, let the music sound as it uh, as we all wanted it to sound from the beginning. So it became more like a film score than yeah. like big orchestras, and exactly. also in style, it probably changed from from weird progressive jazz stuff to more like totally, yeah. symphonic you know, stuff, maybe towards the direction of the, yeah. the other soundtrack that we heard today. Very much so. Yeah. Which, is, which is sometimes what people don't watch, right? Uh, what, 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 what fans don't watch. It, it is, it is. Like the sometimes. fact that, they are, that the producers, the composers were constrained by this technology in a way. I like constraints from from the composer's point of view because they saw oh we are so constrained by this technology let's put it in an orchestra and fans no what are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's people out there who, who still want the old times back you know, yeah, because yeah. It, it, it forced the composers to be very creative right not not only people out there actually people in here, in here. Um, I'm one of those people <laughs> um, I don't say that. Um, that this is better or this is worse, um, it's different. And um, mm. you maybe have noticed that um, whenever I'm, um, whenever I, I bring a game to the um, to the broken chess course, I go back in time, um, and that's that's simply because I like the creativity that uh, the composers were forced uh, yeah. to bring on the table because they had. Like this, uh, they, they were forced to, to, to be creative with, with what they had. Sure, um, but you know, maybe there's new games out there with great songs as well. You just don't know me because you don't play them. Oh, there are. I, I, uh, I actually have a lot of. I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but on, on my list of games is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, for example. Wow, yeah, that's recent. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, um, years or something. Yeah, something like that. And uh, that, that game has a fantastic soundtrack. Yes, it is yeah. totally orchestral, and it's so modern and, um, and recent. But um, one of the soundtracks that, uh, yeah, that actually don't just show off, um, okay, here we, we have the money and we have the orchestra, we can we can do whatever we want. It is a solid and a um, beautifully arranged and a beautifully composed soundtrack. But I'm getting ahead of myself, and uh, yeah, um, don't want to take time away from Ibshin uh, Andy and his final track. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we see if this gets past editing, <laughs> which probably will. So. Uh, no, uh, jokes aside. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're going to end this uh, the, this edition of Broken uh, Chairs Course episode 24 with last track from uh, Around the World in 80 Days by Billy Goldenberg uh, with a track um, 
from uh, the second part of, 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 uh, of the character's uh, journey. They were in the USA or North America uh, and fighting the Indians or actually escaping the Indians. You mean the Native Americans? The Native Americans. Uh -huh. the, the, the track is called Richard Bronskill 1872 slash Foggin and the Indians. What? So, What's the name of the track? Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, so, yeah, before before we're gonna play this track, and you know, this is the final track um, on which we, we, we part. Um, one small announcement: uh, bottom of the show, uh, very small uh, business. Yeah. You know, uh, so uh, myself, if Andy, have unfortunately uh, decided that uh, this. Uh, will be my penultimate episode. That means I will uh, I will join you guys next time for the 25th special episode. Um, and uh, you know that that's uh, there's always a time to to to, to call it uh, quits. Um, and uh, for me, this time is is approaching, which is uh, which is fine from my side and. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm regretting the fact that I'm, I'm leaving these two guys uh, in doing uh, the, the podcast all by themselves. And, uh, but I'm sure they will, their creativity will, uh, will overflow and uh, uh, there will be much, much more to hear from them. Um, but in any case, uh, we, will, uh, we will get back. You'll, you'll still hear me on episode 25. And uh, please tune in because it's going to be a very cool episode. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's, well, first up, obviously, we are very sad to lose a host. I'm fighting tears. Um, <laughs> one of the founders of the show. And well, okay. it's your decision. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta accept it. But uh, we don't need to like it. And, no. Uh, well, maybe we can get you back for episode um, 35 uh, because then you can also play other stuff, you know? Because the the 25, 35 episodes are. The One Hit Wonders slash Remix episodes. Mm -hmm. So you can play anything that is even remotely related to film games. Um, and it can be uh, yeah. music that is singular, that is just one good track on a rubbish album, or that is some sort of remix or some something that is included into a regular song that comes from film and game soundtracks. Yeah, I can definitely imagine you joining you guys again, and I'm, uh, uh, because I'm still I still have some some track soundtracks that I do like, and maybe they're not so well known. But uh, yeah, uh, overall, uh, I think I'm leaving the leaving the podcast on on good hands, and uh, the listeners hopefully will, will miss me as as uh, small as as little as possible. Some, some pretty big shoes to fill here. <laughs> Yeah, there's, oh, there's, on, there's always going to be a free chair for you, you know? <laughs> We're always going to have free chairs and as you know, as soon as you want to come back, you're free to, to join the show because you brought something special and we're sad that we're losing that. But I'm super appreciative of you guys and uh, yeah, I'm also, uh, you know, uh, cannot, be, cannot be happy about it about the decision but uh, yeah that's how it is and uh, I'll, I'll be I'll make sure to bring a chair that will break right. next time um, when we meet on the show after episode 25 of course for the for the fans who only listen to us 
for for apeshit Andy, I mean, sorry guys, you have to um, you have to deal with uh, the other two for a while after episode 25. Um, we'll try to make sure to still make it worthwhile, but uh, yeah, well, the character of the show will change. It's gonna be tricky. Yeah, it will change. It'll be a new show, basically. We could call it episode one of the new era, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, I'm uh, I'm definitely going to you know maybe not listen to every episode, but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe listen to one episode for a change. Keep, keep in touch. Keep in touch with uh, what you guys are doing once in a while. All right. Good. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk um, more about this, and I'm going to have uh, uh, yeah, basically have a have a proper very well episode 25 next next episode uh, up to then uh, there's this last track uh, let's say our goodbyes guys and uh, hope you tune in next time goodbye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.